0: Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Pentecost is often called the birthday of the Church. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. It turns out that the one place they are in is a house. The early Church met in houses. So I think that when we read the word house in the New Testament... It's a safe bet we are in church. The word house is also used to refer to the Jerusalem temple as the house of God. The Acts of the Apostles is a parallel book to the Gospel of Luke. What happens in the Gospel does not stay in the Gospel. Last Sunday in Acts chapter 1, Jesus said to his disciples, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. This echoes the word the angel Gabriel spoke to Mary in Luke's Gospel. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. In Luke's Gospel, Mary is portrayed as the Ark of God. The Spirit of God will overshadow her in the same way that the wings of the cherubim overshadowed the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark was one of the chief symbols of the presence of God with God's people. The Ark contained the Ten Commandments, the words of God in stone. The womb of the Virgin contained Jesus, the Word of God made flesh. The Ark was eventually brought to Jerusalem. And placed inside the Holy of Holies, when Solomon dedicated the temple in Second Chronicles chapter Five, quote, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud, the glory of the Lord filled the house of God End quote. at Pentecost. The rush of a violent wind from heaven filled the entire house where they were sitting. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. The new house of God, the church, is filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit in the same way that Mary, the new Ark of the Covenant, was filled with the Holy Spirit. Once a year, the high priest entered the Holy of Holies. It was a frightening and terrifying experience. They used to tie a rope around the ankle of the high priest just in case something happened to him. No one would dare go into the Holy of Holies to rescue him, but they could drag him out by the rope. In the Gospel of John, we encounter the glory of God in Jesus. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. Where the disciples were is the place where the risen Lord meets them. As we hear in Matthew 18, verse 20, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The doors were locked for fear of the Jews. Let's reimagine that fear. The Jews were frightened to enter the Holy of Holies. The disciples fear going out into the world, the new holy place. Father Greg Boyle often recalls the words of Martin Luther King, Jr. Church is not the place you've come to, it's the place you go from. He showed them his hands and his side. What was meant as a sign of death is now a sign of glory. They pierced Jesus' side on the cross, and immediately blood and water flowed out. This is a birthing image. The only other man who gave birth from his side was Adam. The evening of the first day of the week began while it was still dark. John is recalling day one, the first day of God's creating. In Christ's resurrection, the first day of the new creation, a new people are being brought to birth. In Genesis chapter 2 we read, The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. The breath that hovered over the chaos and evoked life is recreating us. He breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. With God's breath comes God. We are sent to continue God's healing work of forgiveness, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Jesus is entrusting to us the priestly ministry of forgiveness. If we do not forgive those who hurt us, the only alternative is to hold on to hurt and lock ourselves into the identity of victim. In the words of Lewis Smeads, When you forgive, you set a prisoner free. And then you discover that the prisoner was you. We can be either a priest or a victim. To be a priest is to free others of shame and yourself of hurt. To be a victim is to hold on to hurt, which is like holding on to a disease It will eat up your soul. It doesn't matter what you do or how hard you try, you are never going to have a better past. When the hurts are great, it is hard to be the priest. But we are not on our own for this. Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit before he entrusted to us this ministry of reconciliation. Pentecost is not so much about the power of God coming from outside us and down into us, but a releasing of the power that is already within us, breathed into us by God at creation and by the risen Christ still among us. The Church, in its fearful hiding, is given a second wind, the apostolic community finds its voice to speak a word that all the world longs to hear. We go forward to discover a new way of being human together. As the psalmist sings in Psalm 104, when you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth.